Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Red and More podcast. I am your host, T-Bird. With me, of course, is my partner, Jaden. You can find us on uh, social media at uh, Facebook at Big Red and More podcast. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Big Red and More 2. Jaden's Twitter handle is at Big Red, Big Red and More 1. And you can also like, share, subscribe to us on Apple Pods, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a bunch more. So with that, we'll just get right into it. Um, we were on a bye week, but that didn't mean that there wasn't any exciting news. Um, where do you want to start this week, Jaden? Well, what did what, you do with your Saturday that we had no football? Oh, well, I actually got some family time in. Uh went to the pumpkin patch and went and hung out with some uh some other friends I haven't seen all football season, so just kind of caught up. But uh, didn't really watch any college football at all on Saturday. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> we we actually went to the Nebraska Furniture Mart here and uh spent some money, so that that was actually I'm I'm ready for some football. Yeah, for sure. Well, so uh, I, go ahead. Just address the elephant in the room with Mo Washington. Yeah, let's 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 start with that. All right. Yeah, I mean, so he was. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so he's n- not with the team right now. Um. Do you have any takes on why that might be? Yeah, um, I believe it's because of the teammates. I believe the teammates um, weren't getting along with him. I don't think it has anything to do with the California stuff. Uh, I think it's I think it's all about the teammates and him not getting along with teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, Based on the Jack Stoll comment that we posted to our page. Um, But also, one thing that kind of irritated me hearing this was on the Pick 6 podcast, which is put on by the Omaha World Herald beat writers. They said that they've been seeing, uh, seeing signs of this all year on the sidelines and warm ups. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you report that then? You have a weekly podcast. Why wouldn't you say that? Right, they uh, they they had like a picture of him on the sidelines, just out off by himself during you know the game, um, and then you know like it, it seems to me like I don't know if it's a a uh, you know maybe he's not going to uh, meetings or I know they have curfews and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's something with that, but. It seems to me like it is something to do with um, a bad attitude. Um, he's a he's not a team first person, and it, it's kind of wearing on everybody. And it, it like Scott Frost and the whole staff has to kind of sit there and babysit him. And I don't, you know, that that can wear on the staff. And I think is it. it finally became time where they're just like you know what we can't do this anymore it's it's you know we can't focus on other stuff because we got to focus on this guy 
I don't. Do know. you think it, that? Do you think that accounts for some of the some of the mental mistakes we've been seeing this year from our team? I mean, it could, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's for sure. Um, like I said, it could be, you know, like they have to deal with him that they've been trying to deal with him. I mean, they've been giving him, you know, as many opportunities as they can. And it, it just finally came down to, we can't do it anymore. And they just, you know, decided to take a break from it. I, I, I guess, um, it, you know, they say he's still in class, which is, you know, remains to be seen nobody's actually confirmed that um at this point it seemed to me like he he's a cancer in the locker room Mm -hmm. so the fact i mean get get the cancer out and let's focus on football and you know not having to babysit you know players so i I, I just want, you know, at this point, do, do you want him back on the team? I don't know. I mean, he is a phenomenal player. He really is. But if he's causing problems in the locker room, do you want to deal with that? I didn't want him on the team going into the year. So this is uh, one of those preseason takes that I wish I would have been wrong on. But I think I was 100% right on that. And shout out to Mark. Uh, Mark, you were right on that too. Um, just shouldn't have even had him on the team this year. So, um, let's see what else we got. So, with that being said, I do think that helps secure the Sevion Morrison uh, commitment this year, which is huge. It's huge. Now, with Maurice Washington probably being off of the team who is that second running back that was really good that we were targeting and do you think we land him also do you remember his name i don't off the top of my head no well i, I know, know we morrison got... and then or was it that and it was that kid from florida right because morrison's yeah, a kid from oklahoma no we already got marvin scott he's the other running back. that's it that's it yeah, so i think this helped keep both of them don't you well, yeah, I'm not worried about losing those guys. I'm, uh, I think we'll be just fine. The the better question yeah. is who is gonna take reps for Washington right now. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with just using Mills as our bell cow back. Like, I know a lot of people are wanting to see Ramir Johnson and um. Oh, I can't think of the other guy, but uh, Miles Jones maybe back there a little bit. But I I'm okay with having Mills. I like Mills. Mills reminds me, you know. I said going into the year, I think he's gonna be our Ziggy. And if you remember right, Ziggy didn't get off the ground running last year right away. It took him about half the year, and then he came on strong. I kind of feel like Mills is the same way. The more reps he gets. The more chances he gets in games, the the better he progresses. Yeah, uh, Zigbo didn't take off till after uh, what was it, Purdue last year? Right. 
Yeah, and uh, you know who I kind of want to see more is uh, Bro- Brody Belt. Yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Mazur. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see him. But I'd like to see uh, Brody Belt, you know. Yeah, he either... played good against Minnesota. Well, yeah, he had a couple plays that were decent. Yeah, he did all right. Um, so how much do you think we see Ramir Johnson? Do you think they still try to keep him to the to the uh, four game? Well, he's already played in two. Yeah, he's played in two. I think they were wanting to keep him uh, redshirted. But, you know, if it comes down to it where we need him, I think, you know, we still have what? What are we at? Uh, Seven games now. Five games left. Yeah, we got five. We got five games left. I mean, it's not a bad. It's not a bad red shirt to burn if he plays all five games and he actually contributes in a way that he actually helps us win. Um, so I don't, I guess it depends on how we're playing is what I'm saying. Uh, if we're playing good and things are going good, then yeah, I think they'll play him. If, you know, we come out Saturday and we start, you know, well, we suck, then I think they'll try to save it for, you know, the next four years. Yeah, I know he's on record as saying that he would like to try to keep his red shirt intact, but yeah. he yeah. is also ready to burn it if the team needs him too. Yeah, he so said, he if, said ne- he's- if needed, he has no problem burning it, but he, he does want to, yeah, keep the red shirt and get the four years worth, full four years. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do there. Um It'll be interesting to see how we how we play against uh, how we play against Indiana. Um, let me see if I got a couple other quick ones before we dive into Indiana. Well, I, I got the uh, the you know I was gonna put this on there the Rodney Gross, the commitment, right that that right before this podcast he decided to decommit. Right. Um, so what happened there is he took a visit to Mississippi State last weekend, apparently. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. <laughs> it makes you kind of wonder sometimes with how poorly we p- played at Minnesota, whether or not that plays into a factor with these kids. Um, you would think that that would more or less say, hey, they need help. I can play right away. So it, it I kinda... don't I I don't in this particular one. In this particular one, I think the kid was looking to stay home the whole time and okay. didn't have a didn't have an SEC offer and when he finally got one, he was he was like I got to stay closer to home. Here's one thing that I don't think everyone takes into account. You know, and it's like, "Oh, the SEC bagman strikes again and all of that," which you know, I I think it's funny when people say that, but um, one thing that I think we need to take into account is if you're if you're someone that comes from a lower income, right, and and you have your college paid for, 
and you have a choice to stay closer to home, you got to kind of, you got to respect that because say this kid comes to Nebraska, we're not going to play any games close to home. So how is his mom or dad or family or whoever supposed to come to any games to see him? Whereas if he's down in Mississippi, you know, it's a lot closer for them to drive up and come see him from Alabama than it is in Nebraska. And I think that's I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't really take into consideration. No, I completely agree. I, I uh you know, a lot of these kids that we get out of Alabama, Georgia, Florida are ones that usually don't get the offers from their home states or even surrounding states. Right. So we're 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 kind of getting the leftovers of what they don't want at times. I mean, sometimes we yeah. win those battles, um, pretty rarely. Uh, so yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, why wouldn't you want your family to come see you as often as possible? But I think too, the thing that I, we might have to dive into a little bit more is the ones that we do get from down South tend to come from, well or off families that are able to afford to come up and watch the games up here. You know what I mean? I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think that's a I think that's an that's a pattern that keeps happening. Yeah. So um but with that being said, uh that kind of leads me into another one is with Mo Washington being gone, we've lost most of our top recruits over the last two recruiting periods. Listen to these guys that have been gone, that if had they stayed, uh, they're like four stars, had they stayed, what our team might look like. Greg Bell, Tyjon Lindsey, Mo Washington, Caleb Tanner, Avery Roberts, Jebbia, Keyshawn Johnson, Legrone, Hunt, and McGriff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Caleb Tanner's still on the team, dude. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know why I have that one written down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, was about to say, I think I think he's a little slowed by an injury right now, but, yeah, he's on the team. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, everyone else. Like Avery Roberts and Keyshawn yeah. Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson was his own screw-up, but I, kind of, I do yeah, think but... he would have left. He would have left if when Riley was gone. I honestly don't think he was going to be – he was not going to amount to anything. Uh, Ty John Lindsay, he's been looking pretty good. Avery Roberts looked pretty good at Oregon State, but uh, nothing yeah. that's nothing that's like overwhelming, you know. So I I guess I I see where you're coming. I mean, uh, wh- what about Cameron Jones? Did you mention Cameron Jones? No. Okay, because he was another one that left. Uh, I think that's who I was thinking of instead of Caleb Tanner. It could have been, but he was a safety. But yeah, what I, my point is is like we're the top of our recruiting classes are gone, so our rankings for those classes aren't accurate. And no. second of all, we could have replaced them with guys that stayed, and our our team would look a lot different. Well, you also have to realize this happens with every team. I mean, every team loses, you know, four or even five stars to. Um, transfers or 
what have you, you know, whether they get kicked off the team or. So, I mean, we're not the only team that has to deal with this. Um, it just feels like we have a lot of attrition just because, you know, we play, we pay so much attention to Nebraska. I, I don't know what other teams are going through. I'm sure they're probably going through just as much as we have to with these guys leaving, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't pay attention to them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I agree. You know, we don't, we don't know without paying attention to the other teams as close as we play to ours. So, um, so we got Pickering and Adrian Martinez practicing in pads. Pickering's actually kicking. So Pickering's doing the kickering, huh? That's right. So we got those two practicing. I haven't heard anything on the Vedral front, have you? Um no, I uh what what the deal is is he got it, you know, he was injured in Minnesota. Uh, nobody knows his status. Nobody knows Martinez's status. I mean, right now it could be either Martinez, Vedral, or McCaffrey starting. You don't know who they're going to roll out on Saturday. You really don't. Um, right. Then, That's then you also what I'm you also wondering. have Wandell, who everybody thinks he's not going to play, but then yet today Troy Walters was talking about how he was going to be a part of the game plan. So yep, yep. I don't. I don't know, you know, the, uh, the staff is a little frustrating in this sense because you don't know who they're going to roll out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like Adrian's going to be all right. Um, and he's going to play with missing with having two weeks off to rest. I kind of feel like Adrian's going to be playing. I got a good feeling Pickering's going to be coming back. I thought people thought he was close during Minnesota. So with having a bye week there, he's kicking, what, 20, 20 a day. So, right. Well, here's the thing I, with Pickering. Pickering uh, let's hold off and uh, let's save a red shirt for him. Do you agree? Medical red I mean, shirt? Yeah. Well, no. He can. He's. He hasn't played a game this year. We have five games left. Uh, if we make it to a bowl game, we got six left. So let's let let let's get a red shirt for Pickering and have three more years with him. Don't you think? Yeah, I would be okay with that. Um, yeah, I I could see that. That's a good valid point. Um, let's see here. Oh, here's one. Here's one note here. That uh, Mark pointed out to me also. Coaches speak to the physicality that we need to have in practice. But ever since we took the Monday off after Illinois, we've been soft. Thoughts on that? So Okay. I'll agree soft. But it, the way I see it is... Um... The team is not – correct me if I'm wrong. Does it feel like they're just not having fun right now? It, it just feels like yeah. they, they're not they're not into it. Maybe that's just me. Well, lose, losing shouldn't be fun. No, it's not fun. And so I don't know if it's just going soft or 
disinterested or what? I, I don't know what is going on. Um, I kind of want to, you know, like last year we started out 0-6, but yet the last six games of the year you saw the team come together, have fun, and try to win, and they did a hell of a job. I don't know. I think we had. It. I think we had better captains. I think yeah. we had better leaders on that team. We had Stanley. We had Ziggy. You know, um, I just. I just think we had better seniors, better captains. Yeah, yeah we didn't have Farniok as a captain that year. I wasn't gonna say it, but you did. So there yep. you go. Sorry, I couldn't resist. But yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I think. I, I just don't think that we can take Mo being a cancer to that locker room lightly. I think there's a lot of weight to that. So do you think with him being gone that maybe they'll come out and look like a whole different team because that cancer is kind of kind of out of there? I have that feeling, but I won't know until I watch the game. Yeah. I mean, this game this game will tell... This, I think this game will tell us how the rest of the year is going to be, honestly. Uh, oh, I totally I, agree. I, th- I think this is the stepping stone game right here. It'll define how the rest of the season goes. Well, I think it's also going to define whether or not this is going to be a four-year rebuild or a seven-year rebuild. Also. I was kind of hoping for a three-year like, rebuild, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh no, no! <laughs> that that offensive line is way too far away. Yeah, way too go. far away. We have great we have great talent coming in, but you got to give that talent two years, three years in yeah. the in the program. We need yeah. to stop having sophomores and freshmen on our offensive line. Our entire offensive line should be seniors and maybe a junior thrown in there. Because if you look at these other big schools, there's a reason why younger offensive linemen aren't starters. It takes time to develop. Yes, for sure. For sure. Well, to me, it should be all juniors and seniors, or you can even throw in a redshirt sophomore. Uh, but if if you have true freshmen going in there and starting for your offensive alignment, for your offensive line, that's not a good sign. That's a very bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I said, man, if we just need to end the next two years, the schedule's absolutely brutal. We just need to. We just need to come to reality and realize that it's going to take. I mean, maybe year four. More than likely, year five. Well, I and would that's hope just, that's. I would hope by year four, with Adrian in his senior year, that we can put something together. Um, that's the year we play Oklahoma, but we also have a, like you said, a very brutal schedule. Um, Nick, I don't see it happening next year. We still, you know, but maybe year four. I I could see year four. Even yeah, though the, maybe. Even though that, like I said, the schedule is just awful. 
we'd have to take some really big, really big leaps next year in order for that to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, don't know. um, you want to so, dive into the Indiana preview? Well, there was one other thing I had. Um, the coaches said this week they're going back to basics. So, we're going on game eight. You wouldn't think that we should go back to basics, do you? No. I, I, no, and that's that's a, just an, a, a terrible sign. I don't... We should, be adding, we should be adding more and more every game. Right. They're, they're talking about going back to basics as far as learning how to tackle again. You know, where, where their eyes are supposed to be. Um, it, it just, that struck me. I'm like, are you kidding me? This shouldn't be going on right now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of another example where a team has been struggling mid season and they go back to basics and come back stronger for it. And I'm really having a tough time finding one. I was about to say, uh, yeah, name one. I I can off the top of my head. So that that just says um, to me, that just says to me, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. I I just like going back to last week's podcast. I just don't understand how we keep getting worse rather than getting better. So. I don't know. Yeah. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. So, um, well, with that being you, said... I, was, uh, I just want... Do you think that maybe they're just throwing too much on these players or that they're just not... They're just not getting it? I think the guys... I think the players must be doing a good job of fooling the coaches in practice. Okay. Um, either that or they're, I don't, I just don't understand how you can practice so good and come out and play like crap in a game. Like, I don't, I don't understand that at all. Yeah. It seems like every week we have our best practice of the year. Exactly. So to me, if the coaches honestly believe that, then the players should be getting Oscars every goddamn week. Better the coaches should be, you know, they're they're shooting us, you know, rainbows and sh- sunshine every fucking week. Yeah, are they wearing rose colored glasses at practice? I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe. So okay, we got Indiana this week. Um, wearing the alternate jerseys, you think that's going to make a difference? No, but yeah, I think either. they'll look pretty sweet. I, I do like them. I'm pretty excited to see them. Um, ho- you know, maybe maybe this is the, the, the spark they need. But then again, you know, <laughs> they asked him, well, why Indiana? And Scott Frost goes, well, we're running out of home games. So it wasn't that, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that they uh, earned the right to earned wear it. them. You're right. See, that's, just... that's, that's, that's what kind of pisses me off is like, why do – why do we have to wear them? If they haven't earned them, then why sh- should they get to wear them? I don't think they should be allowed to wear them until we have a a great defensive performance. Well, I think it's to more me or that's less. all that to me 
To me, all that is is participation trophy. Well, yeah, I agree, but I think it's more or less a uh, most likely an Adidas thing where they have to wear them. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's probably, a contract it's, thing. Yeah, it's probably part of their contract, so they probably have to wear them at least once this year. Um, but if they do make it a staple in the coming years, they will get to decide if and when they wear them. I, I hope they do because I do like them. I think they look cool. Um, yeah, Adidas, you're yeah. ruining our culture. <clears throat> but, yeah, it, it, it was. it's not the perfect timing for that because, the, you know, it, the way they've been playing is uh, not ideal. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't feel good about this game, to be honest with you. Um, Nebraska's averaging eight points a game over the last three games. Yeah. And um, Cade Warner addressed how our perimeter blocking is crap. The offensive line hasn't impressed me all year. Um, although Indiana's playing with banged-up quarterback. I well, think their yeah. starter's been out, been out, but they've still been playing good the last three weeks. Uh, no, he wasn't out, but he's banged up right now. Michael Penix, he's... Uh, yeah, Ramsey's he's got himself. the backup. Yeah, that's the thing, though. If, if Penix doesn't go, it's not like Ramsey's a slouch because Ramsey's actually exactly. pretty, pretty darn good. He's, he, you know, he has, uh, what is it? He's throwing for 74%. You know, yeah. and, it's, and it's not just mop-up duty. He's actually started a couple games. So, right. <laughs> the only... And their offensive line is banged up. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you look at their schedule, and outside of Ohio don't, State... And don't do that. Don't no, do that. We did that I, with Minnesota. I know, but look at the. I mean, Ohio State and Michigan State, they put up a fight with Michigan State. I'll give them that. Um, Ohio State killed them. Probably, yeah, it's pretty close to what they did to us. But then you got Ball State, Eastern Illinois, UConn, Rutgers, and Maryland. So I feel like their stats are kind of padded with those games. Um. I looked at the stats with the Ohio State and Michigan State game, and they, you know, you know their defense actually looks pretty salty on paper. Uh, what it, it's 18th in the country, only giving up 297 yards a game. But uh, when they played Ohio State and Michigan State, I think they were giving up almost close to 500 between those two. So I feel like their stats are maybe a little padded. I'm old enough to remember when we thought Minnesota never played anybody worth the crap. Hey, you know what? Shit happens. <laughs> we we were completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not riding that train this week. I don't care if they played. Uh, Minnesota proved me wrong on that. I'm not I'm not falling into that trap again. Uh, points per game. Indiana's at 33, we're at 25. Points allowed, they're at 20, we're at 27. Total yards, they're at 450, we're at 401. And turnover difference, we are tied at minus 3. Yeah, the only stat we really hold over them is our rushing offense. So our, our rushing offense 
is a little bit better than theirs, but then their passing offense is just way better. Um, so here's the thing. They're, they're better at throwing the ball, but yet our, our best, you know, on defense, our pass defense is, you know, it's strength against strength there. So who's going to give? You know, that, that's, the, what, that's what I look at. I kind of feel like we got to give the edge to them because of our offensive line. I'm not talking about our offensive line. I'm talking about our pass defense with their pass offense. Oh, I got you. Okay, I thought you were saying pass offense to pass offense. My bad. No, no. I I that, that's what the you're strength. Saying. That's okay. the strength. That's the strength of our defense, and that's the strength of their offense. So something's got to give. Who's going to win that battle? Is you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess the thing that I guess it comes down to the linebackers um, for me in that equation because if they can generate any kind of a run game, because our linebackers are still pulling the same crap then that's going to open up the offense or open up the passing completely for them. And then it's lights out. Yeah. So I think it all comes down to the run, their run game versus our linebackers. And well, who do you give if, that if, one to? If, if that's the case, we're fucked. Plain and simple. Yep. Don't you think? Pretty much. Yep. Yep. yep pretty much. So well, here's what I see. If we can get any sort of pressure on the quarterback, I mean just any sort of pressure on the quarterback, I think we will be okay. But if we get no pressure on him, we are going to be in for a long day. Yeah. Um, they, they have some serious wide receivers, man. Yeah, we've been going against talented wide receivers all year, though. Yeah, but they have five that have over 200 yards receiving. One has almost 600. All right? They have five over uh, 200. We only have four over 100 for the year. And one of them is Maurice Washington, who no longer plays for us. It's, you know, that's sad. Well, yeah, the whole team's been pretty sad this year. I mean, yeah. So, here's what it is. One of the guys that has over 100 for Nebraska is Jack Stoll, which actually I was quite surprised with. Doesn't seem like we used him that much, but. Well, he had two huge plays. That's true. He had one for, what, 40 against South Alabama, and then another one against. what uh, Arkansas uh, State or something? Yeah. So against lesser so, competition, we bring out our tight ends. Yep, pretty much. Um, so let's go into our predictions. Um, I've crossed out and scribbled this out four times. Um, between going back and forth on who's going to win this game, I've been trying to talk myself into the fact that. Coming off the bye, 
getting rid of Mo Washington. Um, you know, the little things like that that they're going to actually step up this week and play. I I really hate to do this, but 2017 Skurs. I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> so you're picking the Skurs, but you don't think they're going to win. Yeah. I'm not following here. If they Andy. lose if they lose this game, it's my last week of being a homer. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, you've picked them every single week, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Well, I, I you know, You've picked them a... everyone but Ohio State, so Hey, and I was right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so yeah i've been kind of doing the same thing as you just kind of like I, I i didn't even write down my final prediction until probably an hour before we did this so the line has been going it started out at indiana minus two then it went to nebraska minus one then it went to indiana minus one and a half now it's back to nebraska favored by two and a half it makes you wonder if it has anything to do with, you know, Martinez's practicing and all that. Um, I think if we can get any sort of pressure on their quarterback, we'll be all right. And I, I think they'll do it. I think, I, you know, I think they'll get there. And their run game, their run game doesn't scare me, even though if I were them, that's the only thing I would do. Because um, Stevie Scott is a good running back. Uh, so, like I said, I went back and forth. Um, I'm good. I'm going to go with Nebraska 27, Indiana 25. Don't, well, that's don't ask. an odd score. Yeah. Don't ask how I got 25. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, safety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, or they go for a two at some point. I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to be a down-to-the-wire game. Yeah, I like our chances of Pickering and Adrian are playing. So, we'll see. Uh, Anything else you got for Huskers? No, I don't have anything for Huskers, but uh, I did want to uh, touch on one more college football subject before we go to our picks. What, what what's your yes exactly Harbaugh? What is your thoughts on the either the true or false report that is being thrown out there? Um, I think it's true. I think his his team is probably shopping him around. Um, I don't think he'll. I don't know, man. I don't think Michigan. Fans should be that harsh on them. They're exactly like us, man. They're being way too emotional. If he leaves, who are you going to get? They should be happy winning nine or ten games a year and getting the big one every once in a while. The problem is they're not getting the big one, and I get it. If we were if we were in Michigan's same shoes, we'd be pulling the same exact crap. So I get it. Um, but, like... I really like what Joel Klatt said on Cowherd today about how, um, you know, look at look at Tom Osborne, look at Bobby Bowden, look at all these other coaches that took forever 
that that won nine or ten, eleven games a year forever, and only got lucky a few times to win the big one. It's like he said that we have been so spoiled by having guys like Saban, Urban Meyer, you know, LeBron and Michael Jordan, um, Tiger Woods, uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots that that are are as fans we expect such high greatness because we've seen it in the last two decades and that's not normal like what we've been seeing and growing up with isn't normal so like compared to how it was in the 40s through you know 90s so like he's like we have this level of of expectation that's just way too unrealistic because of a couple of outliers in every single sport. Okay. So I agree. So what's happening here is you have people who, you know, as soon as they get hired, they expect them to win now. Right. And so, yeah. How long it took Osborne, what, 20, over 20 years to win his first national championship. It Bobby, yeah. Bow, Bow, Bobby Bowden was, I don't even know how long. Um, so they don't, I mean, as soon as they hire somebody, pay them all this money, they expect immediate results. And I, you know, it's just how it is nowadays with coaches. So say like, you know, three years Oh shit! You only won eight games. You're out. You know, uh, they need to give these coaches time. I think Harbaugh will be just fine. They just need to give him more time. Um, I don't know. I from the sounds of it, though, it sounded like from the report he wanted out. Not so much Michigan wanted him out. Is that is that right? Um. I don't. I think it's just fans overreacting. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, like I said, just people expect too much too soon. They just need to give it time. Kind of like with Scott Frost. I mean, because say say Scott Frost in the same position five years down the road, are are we going to be calling for his head, or are we just going to keep giving him time? I want to keep giving him time. That's just. That's just me, but you know how fans are. Yeah, I mean, I think we just need to realize that we're not going to get anyone better than Scott Frost, so we just need to live and die with it. Exactly. And who are you going to get? I, I kind of feel like Michigan needs to do the same thing until someone else comes along. Agreed. So, All right, so... Let's go to our college picks real quick. Uh, we have for the year. Okay, last week I went seven and two. You went two and seven. That that's awful. What are you trying to say? Nothing. I'm not trying to say anything. But for the year, it's probably because tw- I didn't watch any games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll put it at that. <laughs> I didn't watch any games either, but it's cool. Whatever. Um. For the year, I'm 25 and 21. You're 18 and 28. So, it's okay. 
All right, first pick. Illinois plus nine at Purdue. Uh, Illinois is coming off that big one. Give me Purdue. Okay. I took Illinois just because I think, you know, hotheads, they'll just keep, they'll keep rolling. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. All right. Next, Iowa minus ten and a half at Northwestern. I went ahead and took Northwestern. I'd like to see Northwestern win, but I think Iowa wins. I don't like how big that point spread is. I was about to say, we're going by the spread. Ten and a half. I hate that spread. That's a big Uh, spread. That's that's exactly why I took Northwestern, because their defense is actually pretty good, and I think they're going to keep it to a close game. I don't think Northwestern is going to win by any means, but I think they'll keep it within ten and a half. Yeah, give me Iowa. (laughs) Okay. All right, next, Wisconsin plus 14.5 at Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, Uh, that's who I took. They just kind of look unbeatable right now. All right, next one, Auburn plus 11.5 at LSU. I went ahead and took Auburn. Yeah, I like Auburn to keep it close. Yeah, so do I. All right, Oklahoma State plus 10.5 at Iowa State. Iowa State. Ooh, okay. I took Oklahoma State. I don't think Oklahoma State's all that bad. Next one, Penn State uh, minus 6.5 at Michigan State. I went with Penn State. Yeah, I like Penn State there, too. Yeah. Next one, Texas, minus two at TCU. Texas. Okay, I took Texas, too. I'm surprised. How is that only minus two? I know. Actually, this morning, it was minus one, and then I checked right before the cast. And it was minus two. I that's what I was wondering. I'm like, why is it only minus two? Feels even, like a trap bet. It does. It's, something's going on there. Um, next one, Texas Tech uh, minus three and a half at Kansas. I'm going with Kansas here. They showed a lot <laughs> of heart. They showed a lot of heart last week. Keeping up with Texas. You dirty little man. Yep. I want Kansas also. Okay, okay. And then the last one is a pick'em actually. Uh Notre Dame at Michigan. Notre Dame. Yeah, that's who I picked too. Stop. Well, hey, we catch st- up. Well, we still have three different ones. So even if you get those right and I get them wrong, we're still I'm still ahead. Just saying. It's not enough. All right. Let's uh, let's jump into NFL. We'll quickly run through spreads and fantasy and then get to our Facebook questions. Okay. You mean questions from Adam? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> listeners. Throw Fuckers. something out there for us. 
Quit giving Adam the spotlight. I know. I love it. At least somebody's tech or uh, you know asking questions. I know he loves it too. Don't don't get it twisted. Okay, last week um, wasn't my was my worst week for it was, it was my best picks. week. Okay, with that being said, I went one for five. <laughs> five? You mean one for one of five? Yeah. Okay. And you went four of five. But the real stat is how for we're doing on the year. I'm 17 at 30, sitting at 57%, which is still good by Vegas standards. You are 11 of 24, which is 46%, Hey, which is still bad. Getting closer. By Vegas standards. Okay. All right. Started off with the Thursday night game, Washington plus 16 and a half versus Minnesota. I got the Vikings. You can go first. All right. Uh, Vikings have been riding hot. Cousins have been coming in really good last three weeks. With that being said, I'm taking Washington because Kirk Cousins always sucks in primetime games. So Washington's going to keep it close. Uh, New York Giants plus seven versus Detroit. I'm taking Detroit. Yeah, I'm taking Detroit as well. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay plus two and a half versus Tennessee. I took the, wait, you had plus two and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I had the, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. I like them coming off of a bye there. Uh, Tennessee barely squeaked out that win against the Chargers. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, Chargers plus four versus Chicago. You know what? Chargers are pissing me off. <laughs> they should not be that bad. Um, but I still I am taking the Chargers here at plus four. Okay. Yeah, I like the Chargers uh, running game in this one. But I'm taking Chicago. Um, anytime you got a West Coast team going to the East Coast, Playing a noon game, they don't usually do that well. So, give me Chicago. Uh, Jets plus six versus Jacksonville. I took Jacksonville. I took Jacksonville as well. Okay. Your boy Darnold. Uh, I don't know. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. Philly. Plus two versus Buffalo. Uh, shit. Eagles plus. Okay, yeah. I took Eagles. Okay. Um, I took Buffalo on that one. Um, I just think I just think Buffalo. Philly. Philly has no identity right now, and their secondary's trash. I like I like Buffalo there. Uh, Cincinnati plus 13 and a half versus the Rams. I took the Rams to cover. Yeah, I, I took the Rams to cover as well. Even though that was such a large um, number. 
Yeah, it, it's uh, it's another one of those situations. Early game, but East Coast team traveling to the West Coast for an early game, so it's like a ten o'clock game for them. So it's yeah, going to throw true. them off. Um, Oakland plus seven versus Houston. I went with uh, the Raiders to cover. Okay. Um, I took Houston on that one. I just think they're way too much for, for Oakland right now. Uh, Carolina plus five and a half versus the Niners. I'll take Carolina to cover. I'm taking Carolina to cover as well. Oh, okay. I know I'm picking against your Niners there. Not that I'm saying they're going to lose. Not that I'm saying they're going to lose, but. Not cover. Um, Denver plus six versus Indy. I'll take Indy. Denver. What do I have? Yeah, I'm taking Indy. Yeah, Indy's good. Um, Denver's just atrocious right now. So pretty much, yeah. Cleveland. Cle- Cleveland plus thirteen and a half versus New England. Watch out, I'm taking the Browns to cover. Not to win. Whoa! But to to cover. Give me New England there. (laughs) Um, That Belichick's going to throw way too much at Freddie and Baker. Um, Sunday night game, Green Bay minus four and a half versus Kansas City. I'm taking Green Bay. Solid choice, my friend. I like that. And... I'll be at that game, so look for me. Um, oh, that's... Yeah, scored some sweet tickets. You are going to the game? I am going to the game. Me and, me and the wife, we're going to go. Nice. Kurt, Kurt was supposed to go, but, uh, you know, with Mahomes being injured, he <laughs> I, I called him last week and... and uh, or, no, I texted him last weekend and said, hey, you still want to go with Mahomes being out? And he's probably and he's like, nah, probably not. I was like, yeah, I kind of figured. So, But we found tickets, and yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, good. That'll be fun for you guys. Should That should make you nervous that I'm picking Green Bay, though. It probably should. Just, it, But it'll only make me nervous if you put them on your money picks. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay we got one more game left right yep monday night miami plus 14 versus pittsburgh i am going with the dolphins to cover me too um i just kind of feel like that's gonna be a tight game yep. you know probably like a probably like a 20 to t- 20 to 10 pittsburgh game so yeah all nice. right Money picks, you go ahead and go first. All right. I am taking the Vikings to cover over the Redskins. Can you believe that? I'm taking the Colts to cover over the Broncos. Taking the Lions to to cover over the Giants. And the Seahawks to cover over the Falcons. Wait, did we do the Seahawks-Falcons? No. God damn it, T. You always miss one no. a week. I know. Blame my bookie. No. Yeah, well, okay. That makes sense. 
So, right, what's, so what is it? What's the spread? It's five and a half. Seahawks. And then my last one yeah. is the Dolphins to cover the Steelers. All right. Well, now I have to reevaluate this. Um, Jesus. Yeah, Matt Ryan ain't playing. Uh, all right. That's fine. All right. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, Matt, Fal- or Matt Ryan's out. Um, I really like Seattle to cover in that one, especially in Seattle, 12th man. Um, yeah, I wonder what time that game is, but even in an afternoon game, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I really like them more if that's a morning game. That's that's going to really swap me out here on one of my money picks. I'm trying to decide which one I'm going to swap out now. Um, let me see here. Probably going to cancel this one out. So with my money picks, I'll start out with going Chicago over the Chargers. Seattle over Atlanta. The Rams over Cincinnati, even with that huge line. Indy over Denver. And my final money pick is Green Bay over Kansas City. Motherfucker. Yeah. I know you like that. You probably just ruined that game for me. Yeah, probably. But I'm not, scared. I'm not scared of Matt Moore. Oh, nor should you be. Um, <laughs> exactly. I'd be worried about the... Ru- I'd be more worried about that running game. So yeah, exactly. okay. Um, run through fantasy here really fast, and then we have a couple of NFL storylines, and then the Facebook questions. So okay, fantasy this week: Matt Ryan and Patrick Mahomes are out. If you are in need of a quarterback, go pick up Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has the easiest schedule over the next slate all the way up through the playoffs. Um, There's a reason why I wouldn't pick up Sam Darnold in every one of my leagues that I could last week. uh, Going into that Patriots game, I knew knew it was going to have a bad game, and I knew nobody would want to pick him up, so I picked him up. But here's the schedule for the rest of the way. Jacksonville, Miami, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Miami again, Baltimore. Okay, so pick up Sam Darnold. He's about to go off. All right. Um, Eckler. Austin Eckler is on pace right now for 112 reception and 1,000 yards receiving receiving i don't give a crap about how he runs okay i'm not picking him up for that even in a standard league those are great numbers he is on pace to beat travis kelsey's 2018 numbers in receiving okay and then this week 
Melvin Gordon is going to try his damnedest against that Chicago defense, which is actually pretty bad against the run. But Melvin Gordon is going to try his damnedest to try and prove himself this week after that atrocious end of the game last week. And Eckler's going to come in and pretty much put Melvin Gordon on the bench and possibly get him traded before next Tuesday. Or at the very least, get him dropped or traded from the Chargers in the offseason. Carry on Johnson and Will Fuller are out. I went and picked up Ty Johnson in a couple of my leagues. Uh, The backup for Carry on Johnson. He's a speedster. He's not a power back like Carry on, but he's a speedster and he's got a really high ceiling. And then Kenny Stills to replace Will Fuller. Uh, Kenny Stills is a really good wide receiver now that he's got uh, Deshaun Watson throwing to him. And I think he's a better receiver than Kiki Kute. So I like him. Um, Le'Veon Bell, I think, is going to be uh, the running back one this week. The Jags lose Marcel Darius. He's the run stopper on that team. And that team already gives up the eighth most points to running backs. So with him being gone... Sky's the limit for Le'Veon Bell. And also with Jalen Ramsey being gone now that secondary, once Le'Veon breaks it out to the second and third levels, I don't really feel like there's anyone on Jacksonville that can stop him. So I really like Le'Veon Bell to have a huge game this week. Uh, Staking with the running backs, I also like LaShawn McCoy. The Packers rushing defense is giving up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs right now. Josh Jacobs had over 100 yards last week, even though they got blown out. And then who did the Packers play two weeks ago, Jaden? Oh, man. Who was that? Lions. And, yeah, okay. So, on Johnson had a good game yep, there. So he did. I really, and, and the Kansas City really needs to control the clock here with Mahomes out. So I don't think it's going to be a running back by committee. I think they're going to rely heavy on LaShawn McCoy because Andy Reid trusts him. And I think I think he's going to put up some really good yards this week. Uh, with wide receiver, I really like DK Metcalf going up against Atlanta. Uh, he has more air yards than Tyler Lockett. And Atlanta is giving up... Huge numbers to wide receivers just like um, Cincinnati, Philly, a couple of those other teams. So um, I think a lot of people are going to be focused on Lockett there. And I really like DK Metcalf to steal the show. Um, Okay, so morning slates. Uh, The quarterbacks that I like, and these, these aren't in particular orders. I just tried to, you know... Find guys across the board. I didn't put these in either to see if they actually fit for money. These are just suggestions. So, uh, For quarterbacks in the morning slate, I like Goff, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford. For running backs, I like Le'Veon Bell, Austin Eckler, and Tyler Johnson. For uh, wide receivers, I like John Brown, Corey Davis, and G.J. Chark. 
For my tight ends, I like Everett and Hawkinson. And then for the defenses, I like the Rams and the Lions. For the afternoon slate, uh, quarterbacks, I like Deshaun Watson and Jacoby Brissett. Uh, running backs, I like Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, and uh, Chubb. For wide receivers, I like Stills, Deshaun Hamilton, and Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, for tight ends, I like Darren Waller and Eric Ebron. And for the defenses, I like the Colts and the Patriots. So, like I said, I don't know if those actually compute to lining up with the uh, with the um, budgets, but those are the guys that I like. That you you know, if you're having a tough spot, need to find find a guy at each position. Maybe you can throw one of them in. Okay, so just quick. Uh, NFL headlines to cover before we get to the Facebook questions. Uh, Muhammad Snoo to the Pats. How are you feeling about that one? I think that's a awesome, awesome pickup for the Pats. Uh, for one thing, you know, I just joined that league with you, right? And he's on my team. That's only going to help. <laughs> I already, already got the yeah, Dynasty are, League. Yeah, in the dynasty. I already had one guy try and offer a trade for him, and uh, Mark vetoed it before I even had a chance to respond. I was like, "That's why." Awesome. I don't know. It just said it was. Why uh, did he veto it? I don't know. He it didn't really. There was no explanation. I got two emails saying one I had a trade request, and then the next one was it was. Uh, I don't. It's not veto, but it was. Uh, email saying it was revoked or whatever oh that doesn't mean that doesn't mean mark revoked it that means the guy just changed his mind oh okay i thought maybe the, yeah, the commissioner no. just said hell no so no, no okay. that's just the guy who's like oh shit i shouldn't he might accept that i need to you know like that's too much what do he offer you actually it wasn't that bad it was like a fourth round pick and uh oh no no, no, no it, it was a, no. it was actually a decent player, and I can't remember who the fuck it was though. Mm. Oh, uh, anyways, the tight end from Seattle, Disley. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have accepted it. Yeah, but Disley's it young. Sanu is pretty old. Yeah, but that fourth, eh, no. Anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah, I hate it, of course, being a Niners fan. Um, well, yeah, but you but got I'm, I'm Right. I'm happy for Sanu. I'll yeah. put it like that. So, um, so that segues into the next one that I was going to say is Emmanuel Sanders going to the Niners. Um, traded away. And Pats gave up a second for Sanu. Um Niners gave up a third and a fourth and got a fifth back with Sanders. I'm okay with it. Well, you should um, be. I don't as think long they as they up. don't give up. If they don't give up a first or a second for that, I think it's a solid deal. 
Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of 49ers fans on Twitter are mad because they, you know, they say, oh, Sanders 32, you're giving up too much for him. But who, you know, looking looking ahead to the draft, who am I going to take in the third or fourth round that I feel like better than Emmanuel Sanders? You're not. So, yeah. So I'm okay with it. Um, and our, our wide receiver core is so young. We need some veteran leadership there to bring the young guys up. So... So I, 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 I like it. Um, you know, they rushed into it to get him this week. Denver was trying to hold him off for another week. And um, so San Francisco was like, no, we need him this week. So maybe that's why they threw in a fourth. I'm not sure. But um, I don't think he's going to be ready. I, he's, he's a veteran. He can pick up playbook fast. I, I question if he's going to be ready or not this week and we have a big game playing carolina but hopefully he is so i don't know um quarterbacks hurt this year it's just it's just been a crazy year for quarterbacks uh so many of them getting hurt this year it just sucks it's fantasy has been a super weird year with all the quarterback injuries um you know, he's, the year started off with Luck retiring, and then you got Big Ben, Breeze hurt. You got um, now, now Mahomes, Mahomes, Matt Ryan. Um, who else has gotten hurt this year? There's been some more. Trubisky was out for a little bit. Who's the Jacksonville um, quarterback? Oh, Nick Foles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just been a crazy year for quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, which sucks. Really hurts the game. Really hurts fantasy. But it. Oh, Cam Newton's out. Yep. Um. Uh, so. Yeah, it's just been it's just been a wild year, but it is what it is. You just kind of gotta adapt and move on. So. Um. Lastly. I guess this go. This is one that I had written down, but it's a Facebook question, so we can acknowledge it as a uh, Facebook question for dear sweet Adam. So <laughs> let me switch over to my Facebook here. Okay. About AB. Yeah. Yeah. So let me see what his question was. All right. Um, Something about him playing again. Who signs AB? Something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. Um, any crazy team who really badly needs a wide receiver. Yeah, I don't... So, it all started with Drew Rosenhaus coming out saying that he thinks AB will play again this year. I don't think he'll play this year. I don't either. I do think he'll play next year. Um, I honestly don't know who would sign him because Raiders are the ones that come to mind, and he's already burnt that bridge. And he also burnt the Patriots bridge, so I'm not really sure what team would even take him on, to be honest with you. The Dolphins. Yeah, I thought about the Dolphins, 
uh, because I, he's from Miami and all that, but I just don't think Brian Flores wants him on the team. Now, with that being said, the, the Dolphins are complete retards in the front office. So it's quite possible that they would sign somebody the coach doesn't even want on the team. That would not surprise me one bit, but I don't know. So that okay. So that segues since we're talking about dolphins. Okay, since we're talking about the dolphins, asked earlier in the week, why, why don't the dolphins trade for Teddy Bridgewater? And I kind of let you, I kind of let you handle that one because. I was so annoyed at the question because I was, I was, I read that and I wanted to slam my phone on the ground because you already tried getting him. Okay. You tried getting him. You tried offering him money. He would rather have been a backup than go play for you. Okay. Like, what makes you think that you can trade for him now? You think the Saints are just going to trade him away to the Dolphins after what he's done for them as an organization by staying with them, by covering for them when Drew Brees is hurt and winning games for them? You don't think they're going to show him the respect to say, oh, you don't want to go to the Dolphins? Cool. We'll find another team for you. Like, the... Like any like he wants to go play for the Dolphins? Are you kidding me? Nobody wants Stop. to go play for the Dolphins right now. No. They're, they're, all the, all Nobody the extra, but Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, all all the good players are trying to get the hell out of there. Exactly. Nobody wants to play for the Dolphins, Adam. But all right. I mean Teddy uh, no. te- okay, so Teddy say, you know, he's actually done pretty good. So he he's looking for trade bait maybe later. I don't know how long his contract is, but or free agency or whatever. So yeah, the Dolphins? No. He's going to want to go to an actual team. You know, after yeah, the, ain't after, after the season's over. He he's like, yeah, I'm good where I'm at. I don't think he's you know, he's not going to accept a trade to the Dolphins. There's no way. He might he might go to Denver. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. That that'd be good. Yeah, maybe Denver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not the Dolphins. Nobody's trying to willingly go to the Dolphins. And you can say, "Oh, if you trade for me, doesn't have a choice." No, they got a choice. They do. Okay. They got a they got a choice. If the if the team that's trading them likes them, they'll give them the choice. So, um, let me see. Let me. See. I thought there was more than one before I dive there into was, this. Well, he had three questions. Other. Uh, yeah, uh, but about before Bra- I dive into his... Brady, Brady, uh, if he doesn't retire after this year, will he be on the Patriots next year or on it, a different team or something like that? Something to that effect. If no, if Brady doesn't retire next year and leaves New England, does he stay in the AFC or go to the NFC? 
And I just started with a simple comment here. Um, I just said, I'd stay in the AFC if I was him. Easier than the NFC. And this is where things really got dark really fast. The responding comment was... (laughs) (laughs) If he were to go to a mediocre team and take them to the playoffs or the Super Bowl, then, and only then, can he be considered the GOAT? I'm sorry, but he's already considered the GOAT. To which the only reply I had was the slap in the face emoji. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He then responds with, true story. So I said, all right, I'll play along. I said, how so? He says, Brady is not the one who is the GOAT in that organization. It is Belichick. Okay, I've heard that argument before. And I said, can't be a good coach without a good quarterback. And he said, I never said he wasn't good. I said, he's not the GOAT. So then I said, who's the GOAT then? We haven't heard anything back. So, we're waiting to hear back from you, Adam. Maybe you're waiting to hear the podcast. I don't know. We'll see. But, how is he not the GOAT? He's been to, what, nine Super Bowls? He's won six? No, he is the GOAT. There's no denying it. As much as I hate to accept it, he is. Yeah, for sure. I don't care how easy the AFC East has been. I don't care how many breaks they've gotten with being in the AFC as a whole. It's it's so hard to do what they have done year in and year out. And to tell me that it's only because of Belichick is absolutely crazy. He has to go out there and play. Yeah. He has to go out there and make his teammates better. <clears throat> Look at the, <clears throat> outside of Randy Moss. He's taking guys like Welker, Edelman, you know, guys like that and making them great. If those guys had any other quarterback, you think they'd be that good? Well, no. no. I mean, I mean, look at uh What's his bucket that left the Patriots recently? Amendola. Did you even yeah. know he? What's he done in Miami? Yeah, exactly. Did you even know he played football? No, he's actually at Detroit. Yeah, but he went to Miami. Yeah, he went to Miami. And he had to get the hell out of there. Yeah, and now he's at Detroit where he's doing absolutely nothing. So Brady takes these guys that are generally not that good and makes them good. Whereas when they go to another team, like you said, outside of Randy Moss, they're pretty average. You know? Look, yeah, look at how much prep he puts into the game. Look at how much he takes care of his body. Yeah. I mean, you know how easy it would be for that guy to just relax and take it easy. Yeah, his wife makes more money than he does. He could just get the fuck out. 
But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the guy has more drive and dedication than any other football player that I know of. Granted, we hear more about him. Okay, we don't. We may not hear what other guys are doing. So, you know, there might be someone out there that puts in just as much time and effort and everything like that that we don't know about. But, based on what I do know, they, there's a reason why he's that good. And it's not just because of his coach. His coach helps, yes. And yes, I don't think either one of them could have the success that they have without each other. But to tell me that he's not the greatest is... I can't even entertain that right now. It's too late at night. My head hurts from even thinking about that. But... There you go. So somebody please, for the love of God... Please throw out other questions out there. <laughs> keep, hey, keep them coming, Adam. We love them. For, for the love of God, will somebody else please step up on that page? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Adam. I love you. It's fun. So, all right. That's all I really got this week. Yep. Oh, 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 oh. Rematch this week. Of? Oh, hey, no, 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 no. Let's talk about uh, Daily on DraftKings. Anybody that wants to challenge us, challenge us. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've been starting to do uh, morning slate, afternoon slate, and prime time. Just $2 buy-in. Um, any of you want to get in on it with us, uh, just, you know, DM us or text us or whatever. Just get a hold of us and, uh, we'll send you invites to it. And yeah, you can go head to head with us. And, uh, if you win, we'll give you a shout out every week and there you go. And if you lose, we'll brag about it. Maybe. Depends. Maybe. I mean, if I beat Adam, is that really bragging? Well. Although, to be to be fair, he did beat me in the week one. I was about to say, you this need, week, you, but that you, was you a need, fluke. You need to be nicer to your brother. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's my brother. I can do it. Yeah. What else did you have? Uh, we're playing each other again this week. Oh yeah, so the first okay, so the first week we did it, we were only supposed to do one, and we did three for some odd fucking reason. I won the first one, you won the last two. A little pissed off about it. Uh, so yeah, let's only do one a week. H- how do you want to start this? Well, since- no, we gotta, we gotta, no, we gotta do a morning slate, afternoon slate. Prime okay, time okay, slate. you want to do three a week? Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. So you're one. You're two and one for the year, and then you couldn't get mm-hmm. your ass out of bed till one o'clock last weekend. So. Hey man. Things happened. And you know what? I ended up since I already put in the bet, 
somebody else played me and I beat him, so I won, so that was cool. Yeah, that happened to me with ours that two weeks ago because we couldn't figure out who was sending who. But anyways, no, what I meant is we're playing each other in season long again this week. Oh, we are? Yeah. Dude, we just got done playing each other. Yeah, I know. Huh. I've had a rough couple weeks. Well, bring your A game, man. So if you could just put all your starters on the bench, I'd appreciate it. Not going to do that. (laughs) Come on. I need this. Not going to happen. I have Mahomes, and Mahomes is out. I got no chance. Hey, man, he played the first time that we played, and he still lost, so. Yeah, well, the rest of my team sucked that week. I guess we'll see what happens. We really need make to make some it, moves. I really need to make some trades. You know, I know a great podcast that you can listen to if you ever need to know who to pick up for fantasy every week. Oh, yeah? Who's yeah, that? it's called The Big Red and More. You can find it on all all platforms. You know what's funny? Um, one is of the, the first one of the first weeks we it did, and you said something about Darren Weller. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, Waller. I went, Waller. I went and picked him up, and he's been my tight end ever since because I had O.J. Howard, and O.J. Howard sucks. Yep. So you're welcome. Yeah. For my awesomeness. Either way, we'll see. I, I mean, payback, I guess. I, I need to get you this week. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah. You got anything else? Nope, I'm good. Alrighty. Let's end it there then. Okay. Alright, thanks for listening. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. And comment on our Facebook page. Go Big Red.